Uh, good morning, Bobby. I think yesterday's judgment was a seminal judgment by the Constitutional Court. It is important for lots of reasons that you've aired on, uh, on the show already this morning, but I think one of the key aspects is that it, it really does strengthen the, the rule of law in South Africa, and it says to all South Africans that nobody is above the law, and that even the occupant of the highest office in the land can and will be held to account by the courts of South Africa in terms of their responsibilities under the, the Constitution and the law. And I think that that is an important message that uh, constitutional democracy in South Africa was strengthened yesterday by this judgment of the Constitutional Court that uh, uh, clarified the powers and, and the role of the Office of the Public Protector, why that office plays such a critical role in the constitutional design in South Africa, and how both the President, the Executive, uh, and on the other hand, Parliament, uh, should deal with reports of the public protector in future. I think it has clarified those issues and in doing so has helped to strengthen constitutional democracy for all of us. The highest office and uh, the occupier of that office have been held to uh, account, as as you point out. And, and the issue really is, uh, you know, not upholding the constitution uh, of the republic. So if you are the president and you are found to have flouted the constitution, what should happen? Well, the president ought to reflect on that because the court has found that the president acted in a manner that was inconsistent with his obligations under the Constitution, the obligation which was to implement the remedial action of the the public protector. Uh, The court stopped short of saying that the president did so deliberately and said that he may have done so on the basis of uh, incorrect legal advice that he may have received at the time. Uh, but nevertheless held that he was uh, he acted inconsistently with the Constitution and that he was therefore in breach of his oath of office. Now, the oath of office is, is a fundamental uh, a principle within our Constitution that the President assumes office swearing allegiance to the Constitution to uphold, respect, and obey that Constitution. The President has been found uh, to have been in breach of, of that oath of office. And there will be political consequences that flow from that. I don't think there are legal consequences that flow from that, but there will certainly be political consequences that will flow uh, through discussions uh, by political parties. All right. Maybe let me just ask this question directly. Should the president step down, in your view, uh, you know, uh, at the back of uh, this uh, judgment, or should he explain what happened, I, I don't know, and still stay in the office uh, and, 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 and try and just deal with uh, the other uh, findings, which is to, to repay some of the money within 45 days and so on? Yeah. Look, I mean, I, I, I think in many other uh, democracies ar- uh, around the world where a finding of such a nature is made against uh, the, the head of state or the head of a, a government, uh, it would automatically trigger a process of uh, that person vacating office. And I think that is something that we, we do not have a tradition of in South Africa, and it's perhaps something that we, we need to look at. But the president should certainly reflect on his ability to continue in office on the basis that he has failed to uh, uphold his allegiance to the Constitution. Not only the president should reflect on that, but also the members of parliament. So does it then speak to the process of impeachment uh, then? Well, impeachment is, uh, or the removal of the president uh, from office in terms of Section 89 of the Constitution is something that, that lies within the exclusive jurisdiction of the National Assembly, and it is members of the National Assembly that will, will, will make that determination if the matter comes before them. Uh, now, given the fact that we've had uh, attempts at uh, votes of no confidence and impeachment in the past, 
the majority of the uh, uh, members of parliament, the members of the, the governing party, have opposed such a motion. Uh, and it's likely that they, they will continue to do so. So it, it's a political process that uh, uh, the, the governing party will have it within their remit to decide upon.